This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I'm Brian Tetta, executive producer of The View. It's Thursday, and today we're doing something really special. Sarah Haynes talks with the hosts of the Squeeze podcast, Taylor Lautner and his wife, Taylor Lautner. This is Behind the Table. You guys have been together for six years, but married for almost Coming one. up on one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, now, I want to ask you, though, how did you guys meet? Yeah. It's my sister introduced us. So my little, Your little sister? It's just me and my sister. She's yeah. six years younger. She and Tay became friends. Okay. And, like, right after they became friends, she picked up the phone, called me, and said, I just met your future wife. You need to throw a game night, invite me and my friends. Tay will be one of them over. And we can just, you know, organically see what happens. And that's what we did. Had anyone ever set you up before? I don't think so. Off the top of my head, I don't think so. So when your sister said that, were you like, sounds good? Or were you like, this? Mm." I didn't trust her. I was like, (laughs) "This, this is my little sister. There's no way that she, like... You know, found my wife for me. That would be a little strange. I I doubt it. So I didn't have much faith in it. Yeah. But um, after after that first night, um, we were on the same running charades team. We crushed it. That was that was it. Now, what's your sister's name? McKenna. So when McKenna mentions this to you, how is the other side of this equation working out? I had no clue that there was anything set up anything going on she just had texted me and she was like hey do you want to come to my brother's for a game night and she texted me and um one of my friends who i met through her Mm -hmm. or that's how i met mckenna and me and my friend alexa were like why is mckenna inviting me over like because she's very protective of taylor and i had only met her once okay like one and a half times i'd say and she, we were like, oh, well, she must know that I'm like normal. I don't know. She must trust me. So I guess like fun. Let's go over there and play games. So I had no clue of any type of setup. I was just going over there. But to... you knew who her brother was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it was kind of like, okay. Were you nervous? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <It's anti-climactic. laughs> she's she's very chill. <laughs> now, well, you know what he looks like when she comes in and. Kenna yep. says, uh, meet my friend. Were yep. you? What did you think immediately of her? I mean, I thought she was beautiful, obviously, but I didn't know anything else about her. So I, I still was just like, I was probably in that moment still you know, a little skeptical. Like, yeah. Uh, we'll have a good game night. But. Now, do we remember what games we played? Running yes, charades. Running charades is the main one. The running one. charades? Yes. yes. You run? Fantastic game. It's not a lot of running. It's like a, it's like a, like a little sprint. You have two teams in different areas of the house and a game master in between. Okay. And you you start with the game master, the team captains do. You'll whisper to them, movie Titanic. They run back to their teams, just like one's in the kitchen, one's in the living room. Charade out Titanic. That would be easy. Um, and whoever guesses Wait, how it. how would you charade out Titanic? 
Oh, duh. I'm king of the world. Sorry. I was like, boat going down. <laughs> And then whoever guesses it, um, whoever guesses Titanic, then runs to the game master okay. to get the next word. So it's how and many it's a relay, out. It's a yeah. relay race who can get through the list of 10 first. Were you on the same team? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what that's what started the chemistry right there. Is that when you like wins the moment you kind of thought the skepticism wavered and I, you thought, oh, I think it was in the middle of the game playing. Like I'm such a competitive and game person. We just had really good chemistry. Like it was literally just us on the team going back. I would guess his, and then I would go, and then he would guess what I was acting acting out, and it was just like, You're like going. Oh, wow, we're pretty good at this. Wait, I love, and you still don't know this might be a setup. You're just oh, like, no. it took her it took much longer while. than that. It took like multiple more hangs for her to realize that there was something more going on here. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I mean. Your sister's on to something here. I mean, like she really yeah. nailed the whole this might be a thing. Yeah. Now, one year in, one thing I always say is every year, my husband and I are going on year, we're nine years. Amazing. And I always think, what would I tell myself if I could go back a year ago to what to expect to make mm. the journey easier? Things you didn't see coming. What advice would you give to couples kind of taking off on their journey? Ooh. Um. We talk about this a lot on our podcast is and it's obvious communication, like yeah. communication is a huge, huge thing. But I think the biggest thing that we talk about is just understanding the differences in the way the two of you communicate. Mm-hmm. We have very different styles. Mm-hmm. And as long as you know and understand what each other's styles are, it's going to prevent a lot of friction and frustration. Like I like to talk about things right away because I want to get it over with. Yep. I'm like, let's just, you know, sit he, down. He talk knows about how it. he's feeling like right in that moment. He understands. And I want to know how she's feeling right yep. in that moment. I'm like, tell me, what are you thinking right now? Just like, I want to know. And she is the complete opposite. Uh-huh. She's a processor. Yep. Yeah. So at first, you know, that would frustrate me because I just want to get it over with and overwhelm her because I'm being stressful when she doesn't know her feelings. Yep. Um, so it took just, you know learning each other's different communication styles and now we got a good thing down yeah it's funny because i think we're all raised to think about romance i mean you're in one of the you know iconic series of love and young love and when i look at what marriage is and my parents used to say they've been together for 50 some years they'll say and they clearly have their glitches they're not this like notebook couple that holds hands everywhere but they always said you don't understand that every hump or bridge you cross the profound layers of love you feel on the other side. And I think the way we are raised as women, for sure, Mm -hmm. that there's going to be someone that literally completes you, that life will make sense when I meet this person. And I think part of the not disappointment, but the struggles of marriage are that we don't set people up with realistic expectations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so true. It's funny you saying that, though, because I feel like dating Taylor, I am dating and not being married, but throughout our relationship I've become such like an independent person. I mean, we we spend we're, be, we're we are like best friends and we work together. We spend every day together. But I truly just I've learned to feel so independent and so confident, uh, which is funny because like we are like raised to think that. But truly, because he makes me feel so secure and we're in a like respectful, loving relationship, I feel like I'm like way more independent than I was when I was single. <laughs> 
Well, that's why I laughed when Anna Navarro, who has like she will tell you she has the pop cultural pop culture knowledge of a Brussels sprout. And that's being generous. (laughs) So she started to quiz Taylor, your husband, just so everyone knows which one I'm talking about, about your Taylor Swift story. And she's she's talking to him and they said, and, you know, you were already with your wife. And I thought the biggest indicator to me of a good marriage is there isn't that jealousy because in some ways, every relationship prior to meeting my husband, I defined love as the ups and downs, the big feelings, the longing and the hunger and the that's love. What I didn't realize is when it kind of lands on you and you realize that love's easier than that, it's healthier and healthier than that. Because it was the first time I said the second I knew my husband wanted to marry me, I almost felt like I could be my own person because I knew there was always a boomerang of coming back to each other. Yeah. Yeah, that really resonates for me because, yeah, before our relationship, I was the same. Like the high, it was the highest of highs, but then the lowest of yep. lows. Um, and, yeah, this like safeness and, I mean, the jealousy aspect. Like I, I used to be very jealous. I, I still am, but yeah. I'm, I'm a lot better. But all of my previous relationships um, – yeah, this is very new territory for me, and it's the first time I've ever been in a relationship like this, and it's uh, – I'm a, I'm a different person because of it. I'm just so, so thankful for it. What would you say – so as you work through – because you guys just explained communication styles and how you're different. What would you say the other would say is the biggest pet peeve? Like uh-huh. what does he do that annoys you the most? What do you do that annoys him? Yeah. like my husband literally leaves cupboards open it's so silly but until you live with someone you don't notice that he has not put a toothpaste cap on in 10 years (laughs) and i'm like why it runs it's that's gross like it's those little roommate things that would definitely be i'll just tee her up here that would absolutely be what she would say about myself because yeah i'm not the uh the cleanest person you're very tidiest. I tidiest. Would say. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Makes, and that's an important distinction. You're not dirty. Just not tidy. You're clean, but you're just not tidy. She really she she's taught me not taught me, but holds me to it that when you take the trash out, it's a two step thing. It's not just take the trash out. After you do that, you got to put the bag back in. Oh my gosh, is that a dude thing? I must be because I go to turn. And I'm like, I'm so glad he took out. And, and then it's empty. In there. <laughs> yeah. There's no bag in there. But in my head, I'm like, I took it out. I put it in the trash. Like mission accomplished. You're like, I got the hard part done. Right. Come through. But, but <laughs> so this funny. is interesting because you guys are very much in touch with your relationship, your communication style. Your podcast is focused on mental health. Mm-hmm. So what's been the response from listeners? Because as someone who speaks openly about mental health, I find I get more out of it than anyone else does yeah. because you, you know you're not alone when someone says me too. Yeah. So wh- what has it been like for you guys? I mean, I think the same thing. Yeah, exactly. The I mean, the response has just been amazing. And we really, like we when we started it, we really thought it was just going to be a passion project. Yeah, because like, that was that was the main reason why we started it. We were like, this sounds fun and like we want to help people. So we let's set do up it. a couple cameras in our house and just was like, let's let's record one episode and just like neither see. one of us was or really are like podcast listeners either. So yeah. I had no clue what what even was going on. And yeah. I I was non committal to it. 
to Tay at first because I've all and I am, but I've always been a very private person. I don't I don't like talking about my my, you know, garbage. And but real quick correction, is that Taylor Lautner? Am I saying it right? Yeah. Taylor Lautner, the actor star, like child star, or is that you to your core? <sighs> or can you separate? Definitely, it? definitely way more the child star. Like that, okay, okay. that is what, you know, caused me to just go. Yep. Like, you know, so yeah. many things are taken from you that you have no control over. And, you know, that for me started at 11 years old. Wow. Um, so I, I yeah, I think if I would if I was to do a deep dive into some therapy on that one, um, it definitely mainly comes from that. Okay. So as soon as I, you know, I, I took a step back from the industry for a few years um, and I think that's what I needed because as soon as we started this podcast – I started just naturally talking about things that I've never talked about before. And when we finished, you know, a, 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 a session, I'm like, wow, that's that felt like really good rather yeah. than like that's terrifying. I don't want anybody to know that um, in the response. back, I think after we filmed because our first two episodes were him interviewing me and then me interviewing him. Yeah. And. I like wrote some questions in there that I was like, I'm just going to like ask him and see if he wants to answer them. Like, let's see. If not, we can cut it. Yeah. And he ended up like answering everything. And then after I was like waiting for him to be like, we're, we're going to cut that out. Like I was just waiting <laughs> yeah. for him to say something and he wasn't saying anything. And I was like, oh, OK, well. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This is according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash view. Just go to Indeed.com slash view right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash view. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. Woodward and Bernstein. Pen and paper. Wine and cheese. What about the perfect pairing when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. <coughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're delivering daily digests or serving sensational scoops, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort, thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. 
No matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash view, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash view now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash view. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Has yeah. there been a moment or episode where you learned something that like was really intimate of like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. Like something that's come up for you guys? Do you have one specifically? I know there's been so many things. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but so many things that our guest that we have on says something that just hit me and it teaches me something about myself. Like I go, wow, I do that same thing, but I never knew why. Yeah. And that's exactly why. Yeah. So, yeah, we have learned so much yeah. every time we get something from our guests. Every episode, it's one of us that is like relates like a, to the guests and we're like, oh, my gosh, like that's why Taylor does that. Or yeah. that's why I've been thinking that like it's it's really cool to like experience it. Yeah. Now, I know you're a registered nurse, but that's not synonymous with mental health in the journey because my mom was a nurse. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And I go to therapy because of her. <laughs> so um, <laughs> totally different things. But where did mental health play a role in your lives before this podcast yeah um i mean for me mental health has been a part of my life for like a very long time a lot of my family members have struggled with addiction um so i've just been around that a lot yeah i was around that a lot growing up uh and then fast forward my like best guy friend in high school um he was bipolar and he took his life during a manic episode six years ago um Oh, seven, seven, six years ago. Um, I'm so sorry. So, yeah. But um, so, yeah, those I've always like been around it. And especially after like his death, I was very interested in it. And I loved like the mental health part of school, um, of nursing school. And then obviously working as a COVID nurse uh, wasn't the easiest thing. Um, And I, for the first time, really struggled with my own mental health, which I had never really done before. And I didn't even know I was struggling until Taylor pointed it out yep. because there was just, I was in flight or fight or flight for yep. a good like year. Um, and it honestly took me leaving the hospital. What honest, I thought once I left, I was like, Oh, this is going to be easier. It got so much harder once I left because I was finally able to like address. Cause things. survival is almost easier than yeah. dealing with the fallout. Yeah. 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 And I feel like we were both kind of getting to that stage at the same time. I'll let, Taylor share his thing, but you know, him 
stepping away from the industry. Yeah, exactly parallel. It's like, I mean, they're completely different. They have took fields. step back from the hospital. I took my step back from the industry. And I think that's when it, you know, it hit us all. That's when, you know, I started realizing that I got to deal with some crap that I've never, you know, uh, talked about, thought about because it just was, you know, got to work. Like, this is a part of my life. This is what my life is. It's what it's always been. Like, keep going. Um, but yeah, I think it just was the same thing and same timing for both of us taking a step back from that, um, that made us realize like we want to, you know, go down this journey and get to do it together. And finally getting a chance to put your own life mask on because like you've been, your whole devotion was taking care of everyone else. You've been a currency most of your life where people trade on you without any thought of you, Yeah, you know? And so, um, I can see where you come into this. I just think it's so beautiful because the more, especially men, because yeah, again, sure. you know, we, we hear men, men, uh, black and brown men specifically, like as you actually go out, it gets yeah. more sparse. And yeah. yet everyone has something they need to be talking about. Yeah. yeah. That's very yeah. true. Well, it's, I, I don't remember what episode it was we were, that we were filming, but I like had a realization that all of the mental health things that I was um that you grew up with. Yeah, like, grew up with my friend passing. They were all males. All It was all male family members that struggled wow. with addiction. It was a male best. So it's a lot of men, which like is, I was kind of like, oh, that's. Men's like, mental health is kind of what like inspired men's, you. I'm very before. passionate about men's mental health, obviously, yeah. because of like my husband too going through it. But yeah, men's mental health. Well, like you even think thing. about, you're talking about a little bit of PTSD on the heels of a pandemic yeah. for decades we've sent more men to war yeah and we they come back yeah and there's and then here we are yeah and you know it's not a surprise we see problems popping up with people where they have residual issues that we don't encourage enough boys and men to talk about what they're feeling my husband will literally go out with his friends for six to eight hours they'll come back some wives are pregnant things are happening I'm like oh my god how is she feeling what's going on Oh, we didn't talk about it. Well, what'd you talk about? And literally, it's the most mundane yet. Like as women, and it's the Mars Venus thing. I'm like, how are you feeling? How are you doing? How's your mom? How's your sister? He comes back with like zilch knowledge. And I'm like, anything. Give me something. What'd you guys do? (laughs) You didn't catch up? Yeah. And I know you're really close (laughs) with Jason, though. Jason's a good example of a guy that really is like, he's in touch spiritually and everything else. Do you find that that's more rare with your guy friends? It, it is. Um, but yeah, Jason and, uh, a few, uh, a a few of my closest friends that I've met through Jason, um, have really changed that in my life. Um, I, I used to not talk about anything, even with, you know, my close friends, my family, like I would just, I'd keep that to myself. But yeah, for sure. I have incredible friends around me now. We definitely like accredit Jace to a lot of that. A lot of like Taylor feeling comfortable because Taylor like hasn't had like a friend to do that with. And like the level, the depth that you and Jason have conversations at is just. I've had great friends. No, you've had great friends. Jason is a, he's a big brother. Yeah. That's what he really is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's and it's been so fun to like watch that. See, Jason will just like pull all the things out of out of Taylor. Yeah, that's sure sweet. Will. One last thing before we close, I want to know what 
do you want people to get from your podcast and all that you guys share in your personal stories and opening up? To know that they're not alone, to know that whatever they're going through, there are many other people going through it as well. And um, don't be afraid to talk about it. Don't be ashamed of it. Um, It is cliche, but it is so true that the hardest part, but the most important part is that first step. And that's just talking about it. And I promise you, if you start just talking about it and be a little bit more vulnerable with yourself, with your, you know, your loved ones, your friends, family, it will, it will help. And you got anything else there? No. Okay. Uh, that was that was a good, I felt a good bow. About that one. A good bow. <laughs> to close, and it reminded me of something. Kristen Bell and Dax. Once yeah. I heard her describing something. I think as couples, the intimacy of that vulnerability. She said, "Now when I get mad, we're in the kitchen. Something happens. I don't look at Dax as the man I married. I look at the little boy who's feeling something big." Mm. And I thought that is the most brilliant way because wow. I have two boys and a girl, and I treat them all the same, but. I really want to raise three kids that are so in touch with yeah. – it, it's a different time. And I want them to be able to share that and have words yeah. for their feelings for sure. to be liberated in a way so many of us weren't able to be. Yeah. yeah. But I do want to thank both of you for sharing – one, for doing the podcast because it's a service. I know it started as a passion, but as someone that receives so much from these types of things, um, bravo. Mm-hmm. But I want to tell everyone, thanks to Taylor and Taylor Lautner. New episodes of The Squeeze drop every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, tomorrow, Brian will be back with Anna here on the podcast. So thank you for listening. Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author. And I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer. We're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years. And we both love to talk about being parents, yes, but also pop culture. So we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities, writers, and fellow scholars of TV and movies. Cinema, really. About what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch. From ABC Audio and Good Morning America, Pop Culture Moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts.